dummy that don't believe in science Written on your forehead, always be denying You're the dummy that don't believe in science Written on your forehead, always be denying Hey, hey, hey folks the funny thing is is that every time you say i don't know how to start this but you say the same thing every time do i say alrighty? you do every time all right we're here with good girls go green usually i say welcome to good girls go green no roll the tapes all right i edit that every week ah okay well i guess you will welcome Welcome. <laughs> I'm Julia. I'm still Celia. And this is still Good Girls Go Green. Yes. Two weeks into our two years. It's pretty our exciting. Second year. Our second year. Yes. Year two. Year year one plus some. We're what, remember those you know, they'll have like new moms are like, My child is thirteen months old. We are thirteen months old. We are. So yes. we're, we're pretty cute. It's adorable. You're starting to become something. We have a little personality now. Kind of. You make weird facial expressions. You're learning to walk. You me eat solid foods. Personal. Solider foods. More solid foods. I don't know. I should probably look into this before I have a child and go, well, shouldn't you be eating chicken wings <laughs> starts, by now? Starts feeding Jeez. them. Yeah, starts feeding them cake and You're behind. everything. Yep. Turkey legs. Yep. You know the kind. Well, guys. Speaking of turkey legs. <laughs> that was a great segue. That's my segue. We have some exciting stuff. Yes. Because, as we alluded to last week, welcome, cool cats and kittens. Welcome, cool cats and kittens, to our little... Well, I don't want to get exploited for saying what I wanted to say, but... We're going to talk about exotic animals today. Big cats. Big cats. And potentially some kittens. Big cats go green. Big cats go green. That's our episode today. Meow. So, nope. (laughs) Not that one? (laughs) Nope. Okay. (laughs) Too much. Well, uh... What were your sources? My sources were... Did you study this week? I did. I did study. I studied a lot. I studied a lot from one particular source... Which perhaps make me bias makes me biased in my information, but I don't. I feel like I selected information that was non, but it was more factual yeah. and less biased, opinionated, less opinionated. Well, if you um, recall back to last week, my sources were Wikipedia, Wikipedia, and Wikipedia. So, are those still your sources this week? No, I don't think I haven't used Wikipedia today. That's neat. I didn't either. My sources are bigcatrescue.org. Cool. Which is my site of questionable bias, for anyone <laughs> who's wondering. Uh, also, nbcnews.com. nbcnews.com. Cool. Dot com. Dot com. Um, well, since you asked, Celia. Yes, Julia. My sources were www.ca, which means it's a Canadian site. Wow. And friendoftheearth.org law.lcclark.edu and joeexoticusa.com uh, Oh, <laughs> I forgot one more source. I didn't okay. I threw it in last minute and I didn't include it on my source page. Oh, and I just minimized the page. 
great history recently closed boom it's winnowoodzoo.org sweet so perfect that's that's joe exotic's zoo if that gives you guys any sort of idea of what we're going to be talking about today we're going to jump right into it yes do you want to know a not fun fact Uh, always that's what i'm all about here on this show (laughs) okay uh famous animal abusers include ted bundy jeffrey dahmer david berkowitz and michael vick Uh, uh, (laughs) not very fun at all that's not fun but But also i didn't that that i didn't process at first in my mind but that makes sense because the first step to becoming a serial killer is to mistreat animals when you're young Yes. So if you have any kids who are killing animals around you, not like if your family is a hunting family, I guess don't worry about that. Unless your kid is like when he shoots the the turkey or whatever. <laughs> I'm really intrigued to see where you're going with all of this. Please continue. <laughs> if you are a hunting family and you shoot turkeys, I don't know what hunters hunt. Turkeys. Turkeys, deers, elks. Deer. Um, yeah. If your kid is shooting turkeys, um, supervised, and then separately decides to, like, do other things to the turkey, like stab it or something, then you should be concerned. You might be raising psychopaths. Yes. Anyways. Here on Good Girls Go Green. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Thank that's you. My, that's my official opinion Thank on you, Julia. You're welcome. Wow. That was some words of wisdom right there. (laughs) Just making sure everybody knows. Um, It's like a little top 10, like BuzzFeed quiz. How to know if you're raising a psychopath. (laughs) If you are a hunting family. Even, okay, if if you're not a hunting family and your child is killing animals, you should be more concerned probably. Yes. Anyways. But anyways. uh, (laughs) That was fun. Yeah. So, um, do you want to know... Yes. Oh. Yes. Julia. I was just going to ask you if you wanted to know what big cats are. I do. Tell me. Please tell me. <laughs> well, I have a little list because I like lists. I know. So, big cats are usually include... I'm going to restart. Wow. Okay. <laughs> big cats usually include tigers, lions, bears. No, just kidding. <laughs> it was like <laughs> Julia. Was a joke. Aha, you're funny. <laughs> Lions, tigers. <laughs> You're going to do it again. I can see it in your eyes. You want to do it again. I must do it again. Jaguars, leopards, snow leopards, oh. cheetahs, Ooh. but not cheetos, and cougars. Can I tell you how many times that I've typed Tigger and Cheeto in my notes <laughs> today? Um, Most times. That's funny. Yeah. I almost did that when I wrote cheetahs. I was like, it's just an easy Cheetos slip sounds so good right now. Ooh, I haven't had a Cheeto in forever. Oh, when it gets on your finger. I don't... Mm, like the, the cheese mm, dust. <laughs> then I feel kind of tempted to bite my finger. Ooh. Okay. Because it's like the same shape and size as if a Cheeto. If you feel tempted to bite your finger, you might be a psychopath. <laughs> Anyways. Ding. Uh, do you want to know some numerical data? I love numerical data. Okay. As of 2014, lions had gone extinct in 26 countries. Ooh. Yes. That's some fun numerical data. Yes. 
cheetahs have disappeared from 76% of their historical range. Ugh. Also really sad. That is sad. Uh, and between 5,000 and 10,000 tigers live in captivity in the U.S. and 15,000... Whoa, sorry. 1,500 and 3,500 live in the wild. Yeah. Um, Not good. Yeah. I was going to say, you kind of beat me to the punch, but I did see that... There are more tigers that are locked away in American basements, backyards, and bathrooms than there are in the wild. So that's... In bathrooms? That's what they say. Oh, wow. Because there's bathtubs in there. Oh, obviously. And your tiger might need one. Yeah. Sorry, that was a very uneducated (laughs) question from my end. Yes. Celia, educate yourself. I thought you've been studying up on this all week. I was... (laughs) <laughs> I had a lot we of say, sorry. We say as though I was. <laughs> as though we didn't just research all of this in the past Not hour. At all. <laughs> Not at all. Uh, also, there are only about fifteen thousand lions in the wild today, and most of them are on game parks where they are hunted as trophies. Oh, yeah, that's not good, guys. You can buy personalized trophies with your names on it and anything else you want to put on it. Don't kill a tiger. You as don't a trophy. need to cut something's head off and call it yours no you might be a psychopath yaga yaga so julia celia do you want to know some issues that these big cats are facing what if one of these times that you asked me that i just said no i would do it anyways (laughs) what if if i just said no and the podcast was over (laughs) no thank you music (laughs) no thank you i'm I'm tired of hearing it don't believe in science Well, since you said yes, or I I inserted yes yes. for you, there are quite a few issues that these animals face. Okay. So buckle in. Click. I got buckled. Thank you for that. So cub petting is reason number one. Yes. The good old. The good old cub petting. So cubs are removed from their mothers at birth and go directly into the cub petting business so that they are more docile and easy to hold because in a matter of weeks they can become a little bit more like feral cats yeah because they that's just that their natural instinct kicking in uh because they're supposed to be wild cats because they're wild cats perhaps interesting hmm. that's so weird well, that's none of my business <laughs> They are exploited as being rejected by their mother, that proceeds will go towards conservation, that they will go live on a, on a happy farm. You know, when your pet dies and your, your family goes, did you ever, that never really happened to me because we didn't didn't, grow up with pets, but but I know the, the phrase. I think my parents just told me that they, it's dead. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So they, they say, oh, the cub is going to go live on a big happy farm when it is done. Quote unquote. Tragic. Yeah. This also cub peeding, cub peeding, cub petting leads to, also leads to mixed breeding and inbred tigers under the name of conservation, mm-hmm. which in fact scrubs out natural breeds and yeah. species and yeah. leads to other problems, which yeah. we'll talk about here in a few. I was reading somewhere that a lot of the, like, the majority of the tigers that are alive today are actually mutts, mm-hmm. and they're not actually, like, tiger tigers. Yep. None of that is purebred. Which is kind of sad. Yeah. I think a lot of it is the, ooh, the mysterious liger. Mm-hmm. There's also a tigan. 
Yes, I know. I saw yeah. that. Because a liger is a male. It's I... a lion and and a tiger. Well, but one one is the male lion and the female tiger, and one is the female lion and the male tiger. Oh, right, right. So it just depends on who yeah. is what, yeah. and that determines whether it's a tigan or a liger. It's probably that the liger is the male lion. Maybe. I should have done a little bit more. That's okay. Research we can, on that. We're one. all about speculating here at Good Girls. Go I'm a Green. big speculator. So, uh, this also promotes lion farming, which we'll talk about here in mm-hmm. a few minutes as well. Cool, cool, cool. And along with cub petting, cub, the cubs' health and immune systems begin to plummet as they're used for petting day in and day out. They don't get to rest. Um, they get a lot of diseases that are transmitted from hand mm-hmm. to mouth. Yeah. They they're woken up if so if people walk by and want to hold cubs they have to be on the game Mm -hmm. and so these newborn cubs don't get a lot of health and wellness from the lifestyle that they live which leads to a lot of infant death yeah death 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 uh also next okay cub petting one issue yeah issue number two and sorry before you move on i just want to say like a lot of this I feel like it's not necessarily intentional. Like, people aren't out there slaughtering um, baby lions and tigers and whatever. Mm -hmm. But it's just, like, this level of negligence and human interference that is leading to a lot of these problems. That if we just left them alone, they would do their thing and we wouldn't have problems like this. Yes. But there's a lot of human, I think it kind of boils down to a lot of human nature wanting to control things right. and exploit the world for our gain. Yeah, for and sure. And so... Well, and clearly there's money in it. Otherwise, it wouldn't be mm-hmm. it wouldn't be a thing, so... Right. I mean, look at every other industry that we've talked about on the podcast. The more that you pet cubs, the yeah. more that there's a demand for cub petting, which means that right. we will continue to produce cubs any means necessary because it's all about money and financial gain yeah so that leads to a lot of negativity yes yes issue number two big cats and small cages in roadside fairs and zoos is a problem they need hundreds of miles to roam and be at the top of the food chain and when they're in small cages they can't do that yeah which also like makes me kind of question on very candidly it makes me question a lot of these reserves not necessarily reserves because reserves imply big hear me out i maybe this isn't maybe maybe i was in the wrong for doing this i have no idea i went on a safari once where we drove in a jeep through an animal reserve yeah animals were not interacted with we did not touch anything we we didn't even really get close to anything yeah uh, as far as I'm aware, animals were not interacted with by the people, um, by the people who owned and maintained the reserve. Mm-hmm. But then again, I mean, that's kind of, we were there and in the moment and didn't, didn't raise a lot of questions, didn't know to ask a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. So in my brain, there are certain reserves that are 
I didn't cross through any fences to get into it. Yeah. They just, if we saw the tigers, we saw the, not that it wasn't tigers, it was lions because we were in Africa. If we saw the lions, the lions were there. If we saw giraffes, the giraffes were there. If we saw elephants, the elephants were there. But it wasn't a, this is where the, this is where we keep them. We, I, I don't think, I saw one tiger on, we spent the entire day and I saw one not tiger. I keep saying tiger. I saw one lion and we were out there the entire day. Yeah. And we didn't, it was just a, oh, I think, adjust your binoculars. I think that's a tiger. That was it. I mean, as there was no interaction. Did I say tiger again? Yes. I think so. That's okay. So are you saying like, like the rehabilitation places basically for tigers and lions and stuff like that? So I feel like there's there's different there's or the different right 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 so that one you're talking about a specific reserve Mm -hmm. where there's no fences it's just it is a protected area right that if you cross into it intending to harm these animals in any way you're toast right whereas conservation organizations in the U S are a lot more caged in right for example big cat rescue also puts cats in cages Mm -hmm. i have never been to big cat rescue but from what i have observed on their website and also observed in their documentary tiger king i have seen that their tigers are also in small pens not quite to the extent that other exploiters are right and i also understand that you have in a rescue center that is rescuing animals from dangerous situations you can't just release them out into the wild yeah. However, in claiming that these animals need hundreds and hundreds of miles and not providing that, are you not also part of the problem? True. That's my candid question. That's my roundabout right. candid question. Right. So. Yeah. Food for thought. Yeah. I think sometimes it's just hard to find the space, on, in all right. honesty, to There's... Like have that stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think the intentions are good. In those places where it's like these animals, if were if they were to be put out in the wild right now, would not survive mm-hmm. because they're either not equipped because they've been raised in captivity their whole lives, or they have some kind of injury or whatever it might be. Um, and so the intention is good to protect these animals, but then it does create these cycles of caged animals mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. So. Interesting to think about. So that's kind of a food for thought situation. Yeah. Number three is big cat attacks. Since 1990, there have been 25 deaths of humans and 273 maulings, resulting in 150 deaths of big cats and 134 cat confiscations. Yikes. Now, yes. And so that's in the United States. Right. Outside of the U.S., there have been 364 big cat incidences. Um incidents Inci- yes incidents that's what i want and then 119 human deaths and 193 maulings from these incidents so these include humans being where they shouldn't have been cats mm-hmm. getting out as well of yeah. pens and just being in such close proximity to humans yes so think about those lions and tigers in your bathrooms and then one day it's snapping. Hopefully our listeners are not keeping lines and talking. Please, if you do, but... change immediately. 
Or just stop listening to us because we don't want you here anyways. Or be here because you want to promote change in your life. That's and a good point. That's your skeleton in your closet is you have a tiger in there too. <laughs> Who knows? The tiger is in there with your skeleton. Yep. Your tiger is your skeleton. <laughs> so, yeah. There's a lot of sometimes... It is, it is. I would say, it is always the human's fault for being in the space of the tiger. Now, yeah. if you're walking down the street and you turn the corner and the tiger or lion you come face to face with them Mm -hmm. because it escaped from the zoo or whatever yeah (laughs) i wouldn't say that's necessarily your fault it's not really the tiger's fault either wrong place wrong wrong place wrong time i'll pray for you big bummer (laughs) (laughs) i hate the word bummer (laughs) when people like oh that's a bummer like is it it is is it a bummer it's a big sounds like it's not big bummer big bummer uh number four I'm going to lose track of my numbers here, so if I repeat numbers, so sorry. Number four, the illustrious, that's not, illustrious, (laughs) I know that's how you say it. I just (laughs) did something there. The illustrious white tiger, you know that one. It's not real. (gasps) What? Fun fact. It's a result of inbreeding, so I guess it is real in the fact that it does yeah, exist, but it's, but not, it's not in the wild. Nope. It is a result of two golden tigers repopulating and recessive genes coming through to create a white tiger. Wow. Now, that is then taken to breed within itself. Yeah. So, you get a lot of inbreeding, which then creates a lot of Mutts. severe birth defects. Yeah. So, a lot of lions and or not lions they're tigers now i can say tiger a lot of tigers missing their front lips or a lot of teeth or oh my uh or their eyes are crossed or their ears just like it creates a lot of birth defects Mm -hmm. uh and people i mean the the white tiger the illustrious white tiger is so popular yeah it's so popular right so it's not real. That's crazy. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, that makes total sense that if if it's not really a natural thing and there's not a ton out there, and if they're so popular, to just continue inbreeding mm-hmm. until you get to a point where there's a lot of birth defects. Yep. That's so bad. Yeah, and there was, the site that I was looking at was talking about how we don't know how many baby white tigers quote unquote white tigers mm-hmm. have been uh deactivated that's not the word i want killed <laughs> i suppose killed okay uh because they are born with such severe birth defects yeah. that they're not good for pictures and pictures stuff. or petting. cub petting or anything like that and so they just, uh, terminate just get killed them. off yeah that's so sad yep Poor okay babies. i know it's so sad number five tiger farms where tigers and other exotic slash wild animals are bred for meat, skin, and parts. Oh, cool. Yep. Love that. So, exactly the way that you think. Yeah. So, don't buy tiger cloaks. Tiger cokes? <laughs> cloaks. Oh, cloaks. I was like, I don't think coke makes tiger <laughs> stuff. But what do I know about coke? <laughs> Ligers are real but unnatural. So, that can also result in birth defects or may cause complications during pregnancy. So... I didn't know that sometimes you would have to perform a C-section on a lion or a tiger. Oh, I didn't know that either. Yeah. Well. And that is not safe. 
I bet. For animals. So... That's scary. That's a big problem. That's a really big problem in both infant mortality rate and maternal mortality rate as well. Yeah, seriously. Number seven, circuses, which are, they promote negative reinforcement to do tricks and such, which include starvation and beatings. Uh So circuses aren't great. I know there's a, it actually popped across my feed earlier, either today or this week. But it's a lot of circuses are moving towards not using animals or using Mm -hmm. hologram animals, which is kind of cool. It's kind of a cool idea. So I've been to a couple circuses and I haven't seen animals used. Same. Yeah, I'm trying to think. And like the circuses that I've been to have just been like human performers. Yeah. So, so I think there's I think a the, big... I think we're starting to move away from the traditional mm-hmm. animal circus stuff. Yeah, I mean, even... I remember... I remember when I was a child. I don't even... It was just... It was a weird fever dream, almost, because my dad was out of town, and my mom loaded all of us up in the car, and I think there were just four or five of us. I'm the oldest of seven, in case anyone's forgotten. There were four or five of us at the time, and my mom loaded us up in the car and we drove to this sketchy end of Denver and we all got out of the car and we walked to this massive building and my mom goes, come inside and opens this door and it's a circus. It feels like a fever dream, but I swear it's real. She had gotten <laughs> tickets to one of the one of the Barnum and Bailey circuses Oh, cool! and she, she just ushered us inside. We all sat in seats at the top of the... Of the arena, and I sat there because I was an anxious child. I was an anxious child. I sat there going, Mom didn't tell us we were going to come here, and I don't know if we're supposed to be here. Where were we supposed to end up? Because she didn't tell me we were going to the circus. So we obviously are not supposed to be here. (laughs) But anyways, we had a great time. There were no animals. That's good. It was just me and Fitz because she (laughs) took us to the circus. Wow. Yeah. It's like... It's like a kid's nightmare. It was just taken to the circus. Taken to the circus. It was so it was such a weird fever dream because I think it was in the winter time, uh-huh. and so it was dark just already. So random. It was just it was dark, yeah. and she. I think we were late, so the performance had already started, oh. which is kind of a smart strategy when you have a bunch of little kids because yeah. you just want to usher them in and sit them down instead of having to wrestle Wait through and crowds entertain and entertain and, them yeah. while the show's getting ready to get started. But we sat at the top of this arena and. It was pitch black, and I, I, in my little child memory, I don't remember anyone sitting around me or near me or in front of me, but I was just in my own little seat looking down on the <laughs> arena at the circus and in fits because where were we supposed to be? <laughs> but my mother messed up and opened the wrong door, and we ended up at the circus. <laughs> so She's that's like, well, that. I guess we'll stay here. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just, it was like let's open this door what's here oh a a circus wow we're just gonna sit and watch for a little bit but i was like where are the tickets no one checked tickets for us nobody i don't know i don't know i was a weird kid yeah uh number eight the fur trade so the animal will always be killed and skinned for their fur there's none of that oh it died and so we skinned it or oh it died of old age and so we skinned it or oh we collected all of its fur droppings and made a cloak it's always the the animal will always be killed and then skinned right so 
Number nine, trophy hunting, which is hunting for statement pieces. Hmm. So elephant tusks, yeah. uh, maybe even an elephant head, rhinoceros head, lion head, cheetah skin. Like there's, it's just you hunt an animal for a piece of its body. Yeah. Because it's amazing. So sad. Yeah. And then number 10, maybe. We'll call it 10. It's the last one I have. <laughs> is canned hunting, which I like to refer to as shooting fish in a barrel. Oh. It's just, that's exactly what it is. It's animals that are raised in cages. And then you go, okay, one, two, just three, go. One and day. you open the cages and you hunt. Yep. It's like shooting fish in a barrel. Yeah. There's no, there's no. There's no game to there's it. No game to it. There's no game to it. There's no sport to it. You're just, yeah. you've, sh- you've shot an animal in a cage and you call yourself a hunter huzzah huzzah (laughs) we've done it again so that's those are some issues that these big cats are facing and not just big cats but also other animals like exotic animals animals, like rhinos and stuff that you were saying Mm -hmm. yeah so it's sad and scary yeah yeah i think kind of leading into that leads in perfectly to what i was going to talk about with how we need to be protecting big cats and also their ecosystems because mm-hmm. there's a lot of different kind of threats like you were saying to the big cats and stuff so one of the big things that we need that's like a big reason for why we need to be protecting them is that they keep ecosystems balanced mm-hmm. that if the if these big cats get extinct then it could cause something that's called a trophic cascade. Do you know what that is? I don't. So that's basically when the ecosystem is so disrupted that the food chain um, kind of spirals out a little bit. And so for like, for an example, the without predators like big cats, the population of their prey, like, um what is a prey of big cats deer i don't know for example yes antelope <laughs> antelope yeah. or i don't know yeah i don't those, know those what kinds do, of what do like like a lions eat antelope those kinds of animals though. yes so a lot of those are like grazers right mm-hmm. of grass and stuff yes so if there's no more big cats or if there's less big cats keeping those types of populations in check the animals that are grazers will overgraze the land and that kind of leads to a faster decay of the land which leads to more wildfires and diseases and a whole hosts of problems so that's reason number one for why we need to be keeping these cats safe Mm -hmm. um another thing to think about is that other species also live near and around the big cat populations like elephants and rhinos like you were saying and so investing in their habitat also benefits those kinds of animals too Mm -hmm. which is really important um, big cat habitats are also places where lots of people get their water from, actually. So by protecting those areas, it protects people's drinking water, which is important because we need water to live. Yes. <laughs> it's the circle. 
the circle of life long. Wow. Venmo us at <laughs> for that we private performance. A, we should set up a good girl just go green Venmo. <laughs> we should. That'd be really entertaining <laughs> to see if that would work. Think about it. <laughs> what an idea. Yeah. Anyways, um, and then let's see. Protecting their habitat um, also helps with climate change because they live in forests, or some of them live in forests, that give us the air that we breathe, and also it filters out the CO2. We've talked about forests before. Very important. Very important. All important things for us to also live, like water. If you just maintain the planet and everything that exists on it. What? (laughs) It's kind of amazing. It's all connected. That's crazy. If you take one piece out. Everything falls apart. It does. Yeah. Um, so fun fact. Um, forests protected for the Amur tiger in eastern Russia can absorb a hundred and thirty thousand tons of carbon per year, which is the equivalent of more than twenty five thousand cars. Wow. Yeah. So um forests are pretty important. You should take care of them. Yes. Take care of them and take care of you. Yes. So that's all I've got for some reasons for why we should protect our tigers. I think all valid reasons. Yeah. I all of them so are too. very valid reasons. I think so too. Well, should we jump into the Tiger King? Yes. Okay. Well, the Tiger King, for those of you who somehow missed it in the past If year, you didn't do that during quarantine, what did you do? For real. Did you even live through COVID? That's what I did. <laughs> that's how I spent my time. Tell me you lived through COVID without telling me you lived through COVID. <laughs> Have you seen the the four pictures without context uh-uh. memes? Oh, yes. And it's how to explain such and such without context. Uh-huh. You've sent me a couple with uh, how to explain this episode of The Bachelor without context. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so it's typically for... For absolutely outlandish pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've seen a couple that are how to explain quarantine without any context. <laughs> and one of the pictures is something Tiger King related. Yeah. <laughs> and so we'll have to find one at it's, some point. It's been part of this past year. so It's very educational by way of... Yeah, by way of train wreck. The basically. underbelly of the United States. Yeah. It's a lot of things that you just would have never known about unless you are a part of it. Yeah. So. Truly. Or it's just, it is just sliding by under the radar. Yeah. So would you like to know what Tiger King is? Yes. Okay. Tell me. Okay. Even though I already watched it. Yes. Well, for those who (laughs) didn't watch it. Tiger King is a zoo slash animal sanctuary, quote unquote. Quote unquote. Like lots of quotes. Yes. Like 10 quotes on either side. <laughs> it is neither animal sanctuary nor zoo. Yeah. It's more of a zoo than an animal. I don't know. More of a backyard zoo. Yeah. So here is, I snagged from their info page 
it's called the the Tiger King Zoo is also it's called Tiger King Park, but also GW Zoo or yes. George. I think it's George Winnowood, but it's just GW Zoo. Mm-hmm. Uh, their info page is very interestingly written. Okay, that's not good English, but get ready for some more. <laughs> so their page, and this is just written straight off of their page. No. This zoo has never said no to any animal in need. No animal is too big or too small for our team of animal warriors to try to save. The zoo team has performed the largest one rescue of tigers ever in the United States with all 42 tigers at one time coming to the Greater Winwood. Oh, that's Greater, not George. Greater Winwood Exotic Animal Park in Winwood, Oklahoma. No grammar, no commas, no Just punctuation. Just one sentence. Perfect. <laughs> You would have to come see and hear the stories to believe it yourself. Our team rescues anything from anywhere. Also one sentence. Now, as most sanctuaries put on their websites all of the sad stories of rescues just to raise money from you, the general public, comma, wow, one comma, we would like to educate you on a big difference between rescues and rehomes. Rescues are an animal that is beat, abuses, starved, or neglected, and has just a matter of days before it dies and needs rescued, or an animal that finds itself in a situation that is detrimental to the life of the animal, like being stuck in a pond, hit by a car, or trapped somewhere. Dang. Rehomes is just what it says, rehome. Many sanctuaries like to take a rehome and put it on their website that they had to save this animal from abuse, such as pri- such as a private home or someone that had a tiger or other animal in their backyard. Rehomes are just an animal that needs to be moved to a new facility due to laws changing or the owner can just can not care for it any longer due to many reasons, but the animal is healthy and does not need rescued. This is very common in today's world with the laws changing and animals needing place. But don't be fooled or mislead into believing they need thousands of dollars to rehome an animal. They take them in because they want to, not because they have to. Want to, not because they have to. So that's GWZ's statement on what they do. Perfect. Uh, If you want a very clear visual on what GW Zoo is and does, you should definitely take a look at Tiger King. Yes. So, I guess to explain what Tiger King is. Yes. It's a documentary that was put out on Netflix last March, March of 2020. Mm -hmm. And basically, they call it a true crime documentary because at the end, there was a little bit of crime that was committed. Yes. But um, basically, it was a documentary, and I think that it started out as a documentary. They were trying to make a documentary about something else, and then it became this documentary of, because they had all this footage, Mm -hmm. and I think they were going to make all this footage into a documentary about the zoo itself. Yeah. But then it became a documentary more of Things got exposed into a... uh, what was the words that NBC used? Uh, murder for hire? Yes. <laughs> uh, so there's a little bit of that. P- spoiler alert. Yeah, we, I won't, suppose. we won't spoil too much. I think already a lot has been talked about Tiger King. Yes. So if you somehow completely missed it, good for you. Yeah. I don't know how you've been able to I do it. I don't know but... how you did it, but you did it. 
You did it. So maybe don't dive into Tiger King. Maybe you're better off without it. Yeah, if you've gone this far without it in your life, you're probably fine. But Yes. Um, but yeah, so essentially that's the idea. But the whole like first part of the documentary is just more about how the zoo runs, mm-hmm. about Joe Exotic, and all of that good stuff. Yeah, how they find the animals, how they take care of the animals, how they take care of quote unquote quote unquote take care of the animals the people behind the scenes mm-hmm. it's very interesting and eye-opening it's definitely it's a whole underbelly like i said it's a whole underbelly yeah. of the of the entire united states because yeah. there's a lot of big cat trade right you like look up after you watch the documentary and you're like oh my gosh all of this is happening without me having ever known about Mm-mm. this never not at all it's crazy to think about very wild people could be your neighbors it could, it really could be. And you won't ever know until their the tiger escapes. <laughs> yep, until their tiger escapes and absolutely decimates your face. Yes. Because that would happen. It could happen. So, I have some updates. Okay. But don't you also have some updates? I also have some updates. It's only one update. Okay. Do you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. Okay. So, I have an update about Tiger King. Uh, so, as we kind of alluded to... Joe Exotic went to jail mm-hmm. uh, for um, murder for hire. Yeah. But also, he probably should have been in jail for cat abuse. Yeah, but I don't know if at the time there were laws strict enough to send him to jail for that. Yeah, kind of stuff. I still don't know if there are. Yeah. Because this was... The funny thing is, is that you look at the whole documentary and you think, wow, that was back in the early 2000s or even the 90s. It wasn't. Yeah. It was within the last couple, couple years. years. Yeah. So, the U.S. government shut down, basically shut down GW Zoo. Yeah. Uh, which is Joe Exotic's zoo. He goes by Joe Exotic. Did I say that? Yeah. Did we, did we talk about that? We said that. Joe Exotic. Yeah. Um, they were seized for Endangered Species Act violations, which included lack of proper shelter, food, and veterinary care. Mm-hmm. Joe Exotic, Maldonado, Passage, or Tiger King is serving 22 years in prison for this murder-for-hire plot that he plotted. The animals, all of the seized animals, will go to responsible, quote, responsible animal preserves where they can be safely maintained, says Acting Assistant Attorney General Nicholas McQuaid. Uh, And Jeff Lowe, so do you remember that blonde guy who's definitely up to no good? No. That's not very specific, but you always wear those hats with the bandanas. Sure. He's basically Joe Exotic's bookie. Yeah. More or less. Um, um, Yes, I think bookie is a good term for him. He, when Joe went to jail, he seized the zoo back. Mm -hmm. He made a statement, actually, and it's on the main page of their website. If you check out Winnowood Zoo, uh winnowoodzoo.org and he says the tax issue you may have heard about dates back it's it's on that main front but the second that you click into the site it's this big statement from jeff Lowe. he says the tax issue you may have heard about dates back to 2016 caused by joe exotic when joe was still in charge of the zoo 
Since he went to jail, I have been fixing many of his mistakes. Although this is Joe's debt stemming from his mismanagement of the zoo, much like how I am taking care of the animals he abandoned, we are looking into taking care of this as well. My attorney has already reached out to the Oklahoma Tax Commission to find solutions for Joe's tax issue. Uh, yes. I think that was a more outdated statement. Yeah. Because as of May 20th, 2021, the animals were seized uh, by the U.S. government. But Jeff Lowe believes that this is the government trying to engage in a smear campaign after the release of the documentary and just trying to kind of clean up things that they left undone. Yeah. 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 But who's to say? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, though, some of the big cats taken in January were underweight, had worms, had problems in the pads of their feet from wet environments, Mm. just all kinds of problems. Problems. Yeah. So that's kind of a... A Tiger King update, a very timely update. So if you're yeah. interested in watching the documentary, I think you should. Well, my update is a little bit more about his personal life. Spill so. the tea. <laughs> I'm curious. So, um, spoiler alert for those who have not watched Tiger King, but Joe Exotic is gay, right? Yes. And so... And a polygamist. Yes. Is that too much of a spoiler? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, They'll figure it out yeah, eventually. Yeah, it's not very secretive. So, so as Celia brought up, he is still in jail, but his legal team is hoping to have him out in the next like few years. Okay. So in these attempts, or in these efforts to get him out pretty soon, he has opened up a contest that is called The Bachelor King. Oh, and it is open for applications now through September, and he'll be announcing a winner in October. What what is this? Inti- what is this? So the Bachelor King, you can I will I will read you the description is on his website. Okay, JoeExoticUSA.com. Oh, um, I do pr- I do not promote going there because that will promote him. So, <laughs> <laughs> so let Julia take one for so the team, and I nobody will take else one do it. For the team. Um, but yeah, the Bachelor King application, um, in the description it says, you could be my next husband. And then it's a very cute picture of him with his mullet and his handlebar mustache. Oh, is that a prison pic? Um, could be. It looks very well could from, be. At least from across the room, it looks very photoshopped to make him look <laughs> more put together, but that could just be me. Yeah, I can see it. And then... The top picture is him in a cowboy hat. So, does this mean that his three husbands have separated themselves oh, from him? That happened when he went to jail. Okay. For a long time. Well, well, because... But it sounds like he's on the hunt for a new husband. Wow. So, okay. do you want to hear what is... <laughs> do you want to know what is a part of the application? Yes, please. So, you've got your full name, email, what your social media ID is, um your mobile phone your weight are you out i'm assuming that means are you like openly gay yes um your height your eye color hair color waist size shoe size date of birth where do you live favorite movie three favorite restaurants where would you like to live in the the question is cut off (laughs) (laughs) oh um do you like animals your favorite color your favorite types of music do you like the ocean do you like to travel date night what do we do? Are you okay being in front of the camera? 
What is your opinion of marriage and what does it mean to you? Explain, explain to Joe why he would fall in love with you. Full dress photo, swimsuit photo, shirtless photo. And that's that. Wow. I have no words. Yeah. So, um, that's an update there. If you're interested, <laughs> I guess check it out. But if not, please don't. Please don't. Please don't. Just yeah. go watch Tiger King. Yeah. Let that let that marinate. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So should we move on from Tiger King? Let's move on. <laughs> okay. We had to highlight that, but um there's more to big cats than just Tiger King. Oh there are. As train wrecky as that is. But um all I've got left is possible solutions. So do you have anything else? Nope, that's it. Okay, cool. So some possible solutions to reduce hunting of wild cats they're often kept in protected areas monitored by rangers so i'm assuming i don't know exactly what your jeep tour was like Mm -hmm. but i'm assuming it looks something like that um where it's a national park or something like that where Mm -hmm. there's it's an area where hunting is not allowed and rangers are there making sure that that's not happening Mm -hmm. basically um, so having more areas like that preserves for the animals. In some areas, there's conflict between humans and big cats where it has become a bigger issue. So this website was saying either humans or the big cats need to move. And I was like, humans should move. The, the big cats move. were there first. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that just made me think of like, Oh, the other alternative was to educate communities living near big cat populations how to safely avoid conflict situations with big cats. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's really important because, like, I grew up in Seattle where there's a lot of um, cougars and stuff. And it's very, it's been very common in the last, like, 10 years to have cougars just walking down a a neighborhood street Mm -hmm. because humans have been developing forested areas (laughs) where there were cougars before where that was their like homes but now there's human homes there Mm -hmm. and so they're kind of getting pushed out onto the streets a little bit more and I mean hiking trails also you'll see I mean you'll see tons of signs of like cougars spotted and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and so I feel like growing up in an area like that, I was always very aware to if I'm going to go hiking or like out on a walk um, through a forested area to go not alone, to go with somebody and to carry like a bell or just to be talking the whole time so that they, because the when, when problems arise is when you sneak up on them. Mm-hmm. They don't usually seek you out right. to eat you. Yeah. It's when they're surprised by you that problems happen so if you're making noise then you will be okay in theory that's the idea yeah and then Celia kind of touched on this already at the top but say no to cub petting and photo ops because cub petting and photo ops are big issues with the community and it's not worth the photo no it's really not there are cooler things you can do you can get actual kittens and love them. Those are so cute. They're so cute. And then lastly, this one I didn't really even think of, but it makes sense. 
avoid liking, sharing, or otherwise supporting images or um, social media accounts that promote club, club, (laughs) cub petting and photo ops with cubs on social media. Because even by endorsing those kinds of things on social media, you're giving them more exposure Mm -hmm. to other people. And that's kind of like what Celia said at the top. It's building the demand for these cubs, which... As it's we've said no before, bueno. capitalism runs the world, and if there's a demand for it, they will produce it. Will it will exist. Yeah. So, that's what I've got. You got any more? That, no. All right. Nope. Well, um, I hope this episode wasn't too depressing, but also, if you want some crazy TV, go check out Tiger King. Oh, yes. And I double-checked to make sure it's still on Netflix. Isn't it a Netflix original? I think so. So it ide- ideally, it's not going anywhere. Yes. <laughs> Maybe. In theory. In theory. Yeah. Um, so yeah, let us know what you think and stay cool, you cool cats and kittens. Yes. Do you want to do a, a plug? Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> that, sure. That, that's you. This is your part. I'll do a plug. So if you liked this episode, please, as always, subscribe, like us, um, comment, and leave a review for us because that really helps us out get exposure um you can find us on instagram and twitter at g underscore four podcasts our facebook page is good girls go green you can send us an email if you want to give us some recommendations or be on our podcast our email is good girls go green podcast at gmail.com if you want to check out our website with today's notes and notes from other episodes and such and cool pictures. Very cool pictures. Then you can check out our website, goodgirlsgogreenpodcast.com, and go support us on Patreon and maybe someday Venmo. Yeah, <laughs> maybe we'll get that up and running. Yeah. Um, our Patreon can be found either go to patreon.com and just search Good Girls Go Green. You can support us there, or you can find it on our website, the link, or on our social medias. We've got it in our bio. So have a great week, guys. Bye. We'll see you next week. Bye. You're the dummy that don't believe in science. Written on your forehead, always be denying. You're the dummy that don't believe in science. Written on your forehead, always be denying. Hey, hey, hey.